0: Hi everyone, this is Dr. Tracy Jones. Thanks for tuning in to our Throwback Thursday podcast, where we unearth one of my father's very special vintage speeches. This is Charlie Tremendous Jones, part one of a five-part series on leadership. And my father said that leadership is the most misunderstood word in the entire English language. Having just got my PhD in leadership, I say I totally agree with that. My father, in this 10-minute section, talks about the different cults of leadership, the personality cult, the title cult, and the endowment cult. And he breaks them down about what leadership really means. He also says that the price that you pay today determines the, pr- the kind of leader you're going to be tomorrow. So please listen to this. He also talks about decision making and loneliness. You're going to love this. This is part one of a five-part series by Charlie Tremendous Jones. The speech is titled Leadership. Enjoy.
1: You're listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like us to think tonight about one of my very favorite subjects, the word leadership. I believe leadership is probably the most misunderstood word in our vocabulary, and I'll tell you why. When I was growing up, a dad used to say to me something like, son, it's about time you acted like a man. That's a good idea, dad. What's a man supposed to act like? So I looked around to see how men acted, and I learned to act like men acted and I became one of the actors, too. Then years later, I discovered the greatest challenge in life is how to quit acting like a man and start being one. But while I was growing up, I used to look around at my heroes. You know we have heroes. And I discovered as I watched all my heroes, there were all kinds of cults. The first cult I discovered was the personality cult. Then you think you got to dress the part, look the part. Walked apart. This is a group that stand in front of the mirror in the morning and say, Joe, beauty boy, you can do it. <laughs> and they flop because they never get out of the house. And you know, that would be a little funny except it's sad because in America, in a church, you'll find people spend a lot of time looking like a leader or to look like and never start learning the first thing about being like a leader or to be like. Well, I would had plenty of that. I found another cult. You know, you'll discover and you're trying to find some answers. A lot of cults. The next cult I discovered, the cult was the title cult, the title cult. Now, this is the group that says, if I had the title, if I were the pastor, if I were the chairman of the board, if I were this, if I had the power and the authority, I'd make things happen around here. Hmm? Hmm. And I remember in my company, I thought that if I had the title, man, would I be dynamic. So I burned up the highways. I worked my heart out. Finally, the boss, the vice president in New York saw the light. He saw the value of me. So he called me into New York. He says, come in here, Jones. Yes, sir, chief. He said, How'd you like to be one of our leaders? Whoo-hoo-hoo. I'm ready. He says, go down to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania and be the leader. I jumped in my car. I sped down over the New Jersey turnpike. I was sure I'd have a heart attack before I got there. Their leader was on the way. <laughs> I got out of my car, rushed in the elevator up to the manager's office. Their leader had arrived. And guess what? Not a soul would follow me. All that for nothing. And I would be funnier, except in America, that's tragic because there are people in America, even in the church, even Christians, who burn their lives out to get a title only to get it and not, not, do, not know what to do with it when they got it. Well, I got over that cult I found another cult. You know, there's so many cults. The next cult I discovered was the endowment cult, the ability cult. These people don't do anything. They just hang around in little groups and they sing the song. The endowment cult song goes like this. Some have it, some don't. I ain't got it. Well, folks, if I were going to build me a church or a business, you know what I'd look for? I would never look for a people with ability, and I'll tell you why. Nothing discouraging more than some prima donna who thinks they've got some special talent. They used to come into my office and say, Mr. Jones, I'm looking for something that fits me. I say, well, I hope you get something better than that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you, if I'm going to build me something, you know what I want? I want people with availability more than ability. You know why? If you're available in your church, you'll discover all your life how much ability you had you didn't know you had because you were available. but God deliver me from these people with talent who are looking for the right thing or the right service. Well, I finally got over that, and I finally discovered in my life, leadership is not personality. It won't hurt. Leadership is not title and power. It won't hurt. Leadership is not ability or endowment. It won't hurt. Leadership is a price, a price that can be paid by anybody, any time, any place, and you are as much a leader today as you're going to be tomorrow because the price you're paying today has already determined what you're going to be tomorrow. And get this, every one of us has an obligation as well as a privilege of leading in something. Everybody here tonight has an obligation to lead in something. You say, well, there's not enough things for everybody to lead in something. Yes, there is. You say, what could I lead in? You, you could lead in mistakes. Sure. You say, well, well, what do I want to lead the mistakes for? Well, at least your life wouldn't be a complete failure. At least your serves is a bad example for the rest of us. Right. <laughs> now, you see, we laugh. But, folks, i got to tell you, in my own heart, i got to tell you, if you want to know the reason for my little success I've had in my life, it was failure. I don't think I've ever done anything. It didn't go wrong. But it doesn't matter. Nobody knows. You just don't give up. You just keep at it. And I tell you, my whole life, It's been nothing but mistake on top of mistake. But who cares? So let's get down to business. The price of leadership is not personality. It's not a title. It's not endowment. The price of leadership is a price. that can be paid by anybody, anytime, anyplace. And you are as much a leader today as you're going to be tomorrow because the price you're paying now is already determined what you're going to be tomorrow. And the price of leadership begins the price of leadership begins with a thing called loneliness. Loneliness. You said, "Did you say loneliness?" Yes. You said, "Man, am I ever glad to hear you say that? Here, I've been a great leader all the time and didn't even know it." <laughs> I don't mean that kind. You know. You know what's strange about people? Most people never figure out that everybody's lonely. Young people think they're lonely because they're young. Old people think they're lonely because they're old. Rich people think they'll only cause the rich, poor people think they'll only cause the poor. Single people think they'll only cause the single, and married people think the lonely cause are married. Everybody's married and everybody thinks they're the only ones. We're born lonely. you know why you're born lonely? Because God don't want anybody ever to be in your heart but himself. And that's why he'll let you get thousands of people around you and be in Hollywood, everybody laying at your feet and you'll commit suicide because you're so lonely because nobody can ever get inside that heart but one person who made you for himself. You see, when I say loneliness to you tonight as a Christian, I'm not talking about the world's loneliness. I'm talking about Christian loneliness, and here's the difference. You see, the world gets lonelier and lonelier, and it kills them. The Christian is lonely but in a different way. Because in a Christian's loneliness we have a oneness and that oneness with Him turns our loneliness into aloneness. And it's that aloneness of Christ in you that's lived out that lets you grow up and be at ease when you're alone, not knowing you're alone because you're never alone. For the world suffers so terribly and nobody can explain it. And so tonight, I would like us to think about the process of what makes the Christian life wonderfully lonely. Here, You know what begins? where it begins? It begins with a thing called decision-making, decision-making. And so let's think about decision-making. Do you know how you can determine the quality of your life? You can determine the quality of your life by the way you breathe. Now, have you noticed how I breathe? Have you noticed, have you been watching me, how I breathe? I'm so natural, you can't even tell I'm breathing, can you? I'm so natural. You say I'm a natural breather too good I love natural breathing <laughs> you know what I, you know what I think of a man who brag makes a big deal out of breathing I think you must be about dead <laughs> Only a dying man makes a big deal out of breathing and only a dying Christian and I don't mean recognize up dead I mean a Christian who's just about dead makes a big deal out of decision making you know why? because you see you don't make a big deal out of breathing you just become natural. And until you make decisions like you breathe, you're not living like you're meant to live. So let's go to work. Here we go. The way to make decisions you make it, make it yours, and die by it. Make it, make it yours, and die by it. You say, That's my trouble. What's your trouble? I can't get started. I'm writing a new book on that. My new book is going to be so great it may outsell the Bible. My new book is going to be called 10,000 New Ways How Not to Get Started. (laughs) <laughs> we say, well, why don't you write a book on how to get started? Now, how can I write a book on how to get started? Well, nobody ever got started the way everybody wants to get started. Now, how does everybody want to get started? You want to get started in a way you don't have to get started anymore. Well, you can't get started that way. I don't care whether you're soul winning, building a church, doing a job. Every day the a new ball game. It's getting started, getting started. Okay, I say, well, how long did it take you to get started? Well, I'll be honest with you. I never did get started, but if I ever do, watch my smoke. <laughs> Well, well how would you build a $100 million insurance business if you never got started? I'll tell you how I did it. I always watch people quitting, 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 quitting. So say, why are you quitting? He said, I can't get started. Well, I didn't know that was a reason to quit. If not being able to get started the way you want to get started is a reason to quit, I'd have got divorced every week. You say, well, I could get started, but I'm not. Why not? I'm not getting started till I can make the right decision. If I can't make the right decision, i have never make no decision. That's why I never get make no decisions. Listen, get it through your head. If you had all the wisdom, if you had all the wisdom in the world, if God put all His wisdom in your head, you wouldn't have enough wisdom to make a right decision. You know why? Because God didn't make us to make right decisions. He made us to make decisions and by His grace spend our lives making them right. Wasn't that incredible?
0: I mean, I could just hear him saying that over and over again. Every day we need to get started getting started. So powerful, just what I needed to hear. So if you like this speech, please go over to our website, TremendousLeadership.com. You can get a download of the full audio of it, and you can check out other wonderful Charlie Tremendous Jones speeches and books at TremendousLeadership.com. Also be sure and hit the subscribe button, the like button, and do us the blessing of a rating if you would be so kind. Also make sure you check Check out other Tremendous Leadership videos at our Tremendous Life books Sister Channels, where we have tons of vintage Charlie Tremendous Jones. Thanks again so much. Please reach out to us at Tremendous Leadership. Subscribe, hit the like, and drop us a note. Tell us what you thought about what my father said regarding leadership. Thank you for listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Find out more about Dr. Jones at www.tremendousleadership.com. If you've been ignited by something you heard in this episode, let us know by leaving a review for Tremendous Leadership wherever you listen to podcasts or by sending us a message through www.tremendousleadership.com.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.